one, one or two, one or three, one or four. Inspiration, elevation, knocking right at your door. Aloha mai kako. Aloha, welcome to Mana Bombs Podcast, powered by Pomahina Designs. It's me, Kanoi Lani Davis. And me, Kulani Jeremiah Wong. Aloha kako. Kungi fachoy! Kungi fachoy! Happy uh, Chinese Lunar New Year to everybody out there. Today's Daily Mana Bomb is, you want to be happy? Let shit go and accept it for what it is. The focus, holding on to an illusion. The engagement. So we know we can't change someone else, but darn, at what point do you have to be straight up and mean it? Straight up now tell me, do you really want to love me forever? Uh-uh-oh, am I caught in hit and run? Ooh, ran out of freaking air right there. What point, Kako? What point do we need to just know it's the time? See, when I think about this question, do you, you want to be happy? Or is it, you want to be happy? Is that okay? <laughs> Well, if you, you put it that happy, way, <laughs> I think huh. it should be, you want to be happy, exclamation point. Let shit go and accept it for what it is, right? Okay. We're not questioning. We shouldn't be questioning that we want to be happy. That should be a goal of all of ours. We want to be happy. We want to do things that is good for us, that makes us feel good inside, that makes us appreciate all the work, all the hana that we have to do when somebody puts a kink in the holes of your process, right? When you put a kink in your holes, bro, you just want to cut it. You want to unkink it. And the only way you can unkink the holes is let those people go. Hey, <laughs> we got to, we have to let shit go, accept it for what it is. And when you start to notice the patterns, I think that's the point. You just need to straight up, just mean it and tell them, be honest brutally honest sometimes you're gonna have to be but be honest and just get her done so much of that both sides one being the one that's gonna accept it and then moving on and letting go and then even when you're on the other side where the other person cannot let you go like their attachment is still affecting you and then you gotta kind of be straight up and you gotta kind of be mean about it because they're obviously not getting the point they have no boundaries they're not getting the picture like they're just relentless in many ways shape or form and it's just like okay I can understand if I'm attached to somebody maybe it's time for me to just cut that off and that's going to take a lot of focus a lot of discipline and a lot of just putting all that energy back into myself so I can heal and then I can elevate myself amen yeah let's talk about the people who are attached to us that cannot let go. Like they're the ones that are ready to leave. They're the ones that are ready to, they can try to control a situation. I love you. I hate you. I love you. I hate you. I love you. I hate you. I mean, sis, are you okay? Like if somebody says, I hate you, I don't want to be with you. I'm thinking you're a grown ass woman that can be like, all right, cool. Like I'm going to go this way. Just go down. Stop coming back into my space. Yeah. I would say, okay, bye. Right. To me, that's very easy but you know some people have a hard time attachment is real they'll keep coming back they'll love bomb you love you give you whatever for their needs and then turn around i hate you again like they have these hissy fits and you just try to be straight and narrow and try to go down your path and not try to bother anybody not get in anybody's business or way you just want to do you and then you just get like all these like flies and buzzing bees that come in and out and, zzz and, zzz and what do you do what do you do 
well, okay, so what would I do? If I was in a relationship with someone, they were telling me, okay, look, this is not working. I think we need to move forward. We're not even good as friends. We just need to break up. I would be hurt AF. AF, hurt as F. But the Kulani I am today will be able to take that hurt, understand that hurt, process that hurt, knowing that, ah, all this time I've been with this person thinking that this is going to be forever and it ain't anymore. And what do you do with that? What do you do with that hurt? You sit with it, you figure out where you're going to go from here, and then you go. The people who have the illusions that they got you around their pinky finger, they think that, oh, I got her. I gave her so much love bombs. I do all of those things, those narcissistic M efforts. Those guys think that they can just in and out, in and out, in and out, and anytime walk into your space. But me in this space, I could identify that narcissistic actions and know that, nope, that ain't for me. Yeah. Bye. Be straight about it. Feel bad that I got to hurt your feelings if you're not feeling the same way I am. You don't like me, be here. Okay, cool. I'm going to go. I'm really sad we're not together anymore, but I'm not going to dwell on it. It's not going to kill me. So when Kanoi asked me, but did you die, girl? My answer is, <laughs> nope. I cried, but I didn't die. Yes. And she asked me the same thing. I cried, but I did not die. We're still living. <laughs> We're still living. Yes. I love it. And yes, Kulani's um, narcissistic radar is she's on. Like she's really on. And maybe because she's got to experience my whole entire relationship backwards, forwards, inside and out. She learned a thing or two, and that's going to get her ahead of all of us in recognizing those people's uh, ahead of time. So, man, that's a superpower in itself. So I'm it's crazy. It's crazy, Kako, because I didn't realize that I could do that in the beginning. I was going through my process and just kind of, okay, this is happening. This is what I'm going to do. This is happening. This is what I'm going to do. It's the flow chart of life for me. You know, I just go through the flow chart of life. If this happens, A or B, right? There's only two choices you can make. Fight or flight. Smile or frown. Be happy, be sad. There's only those, you know, yin and yang, you know? And that's all. I just process using that flowchart of life. <laughs> right. And always knowing, yeah, when we do that process of, I love that, the process flowchart of life, like we're not just doing it to get to the next level. Like we're doing it so we get to many levels, at the end of the day, because whatever we do today is that decision is going to affect us later. And I totally get that. And it, just, it takes practice and time. Yeah. A lot of failures. Yeah. A lot of failures. Yeah. I, I fell down a lot, you know, but I was reminded, you know, when I had the cry baby conversations with Kanoi, I was reminded, girl, just get up and hurry up and just do what you got to do. You already got this. I didn't recognize that I, I could spot the narcissistic tendencies. Until Kanoi pointed it out to me. So I thought, oh, is that what's happening here? That's what the whole flowchart of life did for me. It helped me go through the process. Because at one point when COVID happened, I was a stuck broad. I was stuck at the bottom in a rut and I didn't know how to get out. I didn't know how to get out. It wasn't until I learned that I had to sit with myself. Because I always thought, hey, if you're stuck in a hole, you're looking for help for help you get out. But sometimes help no can come. So what you going to do about it? Once I started to roll through that kind of thoughts, okay, Kulan, you can do this. Might not have somebody here. So what you going to do? Because you cannot sit in this freaking ugly plate. That began the training, for lack of a better word, of just how to be better, how to choose better, how to think a little better. 
Yeah, I feel like it can be a trap. Then you're in a maze and then you can't find your way out. And then you're constantly trying to control the situation by making pukas in the grass walls that go straight out. Like you're just boring yourself out, recognizing uh, that's not working either. So stuck in this deep hole and you don't want to get stuck there. You don't because getting out is hard, 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 hard. Yeah, well, the crazy part is when you're boring the hole through the grass walls, you don't know that you're boring it straight for the cliff. You know what I mean? Oh, so there's yeah. a, there's a point when you're sitting there that, okay, you realize I cannot do this by myself. That's when you reach out. But by then you've already tried all you could. You've done all you can. You, you've believed in you as much as you could. And now you realize, okay, now it doesn't take just me to help me out. Now I need somebody. And that's when you can. That's when it's okay. But you want to be happy. You got to let all the, ba- all, the, all the shit go. Let the shit go. You know, in a relationship that's not working, listen, yes, you've put lots and lots of hours into that relationship, but bye. Yeah. Oh, man. Accepting it for what it is. Yeah. There's no way. No way. Honestly, if you think about it, if we don't accept it, we just go back in circles and circles. I guess that's the pattern part. But then we're always talking about it being on this end as the person being affected by somebody else. Have we ever sat and thought about like how we could possibly be that to somebody or something? I was asking Kulani, I was like, how would you act if somebody told you they hated you? They didn't want to be with you anymore, that you are a piece of shit and uh, worthless and you'll never get it. I mean, how do you stay attached to that? Like, and then they're living with, if you leave, I don't know. For me, I guess I was sharing with her. I'm just kind of asking her that question because I think in my mind, I would leave. Like I would, it would not be an issue. You don't want me here. I'm out. And I'm not going to try to come back. You know what I'm saying? Or I'm not going to try to prolong or stay in a place. I am not wanted or loved at all. Yeah. So I I just kind of curious why people tend to stay attached to people, um, that they don't want to even be with, but yet they still want to have this control. I don't. So my initial answer to that was bye. Peace mm-hmm. out. And yeah. I'm walking because I'm strong enough in who I am today. But if somebody were to tell me that, and I was living with them and I didn't have any place to go and I, you know, they're asking me to leave and I'm like, Oh shit, where are I going? I'm going to find somewhere to go. Cause I got to, and I don't want to be in a space where I'm not wanted. I'll never want to be in that space. You know, I'm here. Cool beans. Bye. You know, it's hard to, it's hard to accept the fact that somebody would not want me. Like, come on now. It's me. Hello. It's cool. (laughs) You know, it's all of this and chips and cookies. And I like (laughs) food, but how can you not want this? Right. But seriously though, when you put yourself in the other person's shoes, you got to wonder what, what, What is it that I would want to hold on to? And all I can see is the years of work that you put into the relationship. But is it healthy? Is it a healthy hold? I don't think so. Because you can just create a new relationship with someone else. Maybe with your grandchild, maybe with your daughter or your son. (laughs) Just a relationship in general that could provide you the same kind of feels Right. Except for the, you know, the hanky panky part. But you, you can still create new, strong and everlasting relationships. Don't ever think that. Yeah, that's a hard one. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes we make mistakes. Yes. Sometimes we uh, tend to, I hate you, get out. My ego is greater than my make sense part of my brain. Yeah. Um, and so we'll say things that are very hurtful, very mean. We say things we may not mean. So maybe we sit for a little bit and we're like, oh, I put my foot in my mouth. I got to go make this right. And I think that's okay. I think that's not an attachment. I think that's ho'opono to make, you know, you're making it right so that there is sustainability and longevity. But if that same mentality keeps coming up time and time and time again, where ego is the forefront of your entire being, I think there's got to be a point where it's like, there is you, you're, who are you trying to fool? Because if you're trying to fool me to believe that you actually are sorry for what has occurred, I can't believe it because this is a norm. This is your pattern. This is who you are. You got to accept that. And let me remind myself, I got to accept that. And if that's me doing it, then I got to accept that that's who I am. And, or I don't accept that that's who I am. And I make some damn changes because I don't want to be known for that person who has unhealthy attachments, who keeps going back to places that they're not doing anything other than just trying to suck money from I don't want to be that person. I want to be known as that person who comes into spaces and elevates the space, who, if they did something wrong, can say, you know, I'm sorry, and try not to do it again. You know, I want to be that person that people want to be around. Girl, but that's the key. Not do it again, right? That is the game changer. When you're the person who can look and consciously not do that again, that makes you a great person for anyone. Because you're willing to make the sacrifices and the changes to make it a better relationship. But yeah, you're right. You're right. You want to be happy? Let shit go. Accept it for what it is. Exactly. And that focus, right? Holding on to illusions. Stop trying to convince yourself that you've changed. And stop trying to convince yourself the other person has changed. Or is going to change, right? Right. are going to. Yeah. My thing is, if somebody's saying, I changed, I changed, I changed, I changed. It's likely they didn't change because they're convincing you and themselves of something that didn't happen. So, you know, our kupuna wouldn't ever say, I'm the best expert of this. I am a kuhuna. I am a, I am a practitioner of this and I am so great. You knew because of their humility and you knew because of their work. They didn't have to convince you of what they are. They proved it by their actions and not yeah. their words. Yeah. And that's how we were raised, right? Actions speak louder than words. Say all you can say, but if your say doesn't match what you're doing, we have a problem. <laughs> and don't be confused if, if you keep ending up with the same results. Yeah. It's likely because nothing's changed. <laughs> I mean, maybe you would change your underwear, but that's... Hopefully. I mean... <laughs> Cross your fingers. At least flip them inside out. Oh my goodness. Awesome. Well, I hope that made sense to somebody out there. And I know it makes sense to me. And, you know, we just got to make some changes because I can only change myself. But if I have to get to a point where I got to be like, you know what? This is enough. This is not working. You got to move on. I got to do that. I remember my ex having to do that with his ex because she was very, very, anytime there was a puka, she was a fill-in. She was a fill-in and he was a fill-in. The end of the day, she cannot move on to have great relationships. She cannot move on to have great relationships until they start to let go of attachments to each other. And then he cannot have 
a good relationship with me or anybody else until he lets those attachments go as well. Let our people go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let our people go. (laughs) Oh, sis, I wanted to remind you also that it is Mahina Olelo Hawaii'im. It, Pepe Luali, or February, is the month where we honor our Hawaiian language. Mahalo Anui. Thank you very much for always knowing just what to say when I need to hear it. Mahalo. <laughs> Mahalo. Oh, I hope you folks have a great weekend. Signing off from the island of Molokai, it's me, Kanoilani David. Cracking up over here, wishing you a kunhifa choy. It's me, Kulani Jeremiah Wong, over here on Oa. Aloha. Aloha. Mm-hmm.